This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kind. Scott W. Ambler, one of the founders of Disciplined Agile, talks about a scrum myth. Companies run into trouble when they bring Agile in at the software development level because these software development teams are not whole. This is this is one of the great myths in the Agile community that we have whole teams, and we, and we simply don't. It's observably false, and um, I've got data on this. Like you know, ninety-seven percent of Agile teams are not whole. Like for and example, what happens? What, what, sorry, uh, what's an example of that? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, so, so a whole team, so the idea with whole team, and, it, and it's a great idea, I really wish it was true, but a, a, the idea with a whole team is that the team should have enough skills, enough resources, the ability, the permission, uh, the accountability to get the job done. You know, what, whatever it is that they, they've been tasked to do, they've got everything they need to do the job. And, and if they do, that's great because, you know, you don't have all the organizational challenges. Um, but the, the fact is, it's simply not true. So, you know, if you have to go um, to another group for funding, you know, you got to go to the CFO to get fun, you know, get your project funded or your team funded. Well, suddenly you're not whole anymore because you got to interact with them. Mm -hmm. If you have to go to some sort of an operations or infrastructure group in order to release into production, suddenly you're not whole. Uh, if you have, if you're being governed in some way, if you are being directed or managed in some way, um, if you have to go to some sort of enterprise architecture group to get your architecture reviewed before you can do whatever you got to do, then you're not whole. And so when you uh, so a couple of years ago, I did a, a little study and asking people, asking actual practitioners on your existing team, do any of these things happen? And and I you know gave them this list, you know, long list of questions. And what happens is as soon as you have to go outside of your team to get something done. And you're not whole. And, and it's interesting, like the one of the definitions of Scrum or one of the responsibilities of Scrum Master is to, um, you know, get you the resources you need and to, you know, get rid of the organizational barriers and all that good stuff. But as soon as you're, as soon as a Scrum Master or whoever has to do that, then that's a very clear indication that it seems not whole. So, um, so anyway, so, so, so it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge. So, um, which is fine. And so then, then become, then the issue becomes one of, because teams aren't whole, and particularly when you're new to agile, you're certainly not whole because you know that's you're not you don't have an agile culture at that point. But because these teams aren't whole and have to interact with their teams, the implication of this is a serious implication. The implication is that you have to interact. You know, if you if you want your team to be agile, um, any other team that you're interacting with, you need to interact with them in an agile manner. Um, so the implication is, is you you or somebody needs to help them to become more agile, or they have to, you get to have to get an organizational pass from them and uh, be be allowed to you know basically ask them, could you please you know just get out of our way and you know step back and watch us work for a while and allow us to. Be agile, and then we'll we'll figure out how we can be agile with you, and you know, and that really really plays out that way. But you know, it'd be nice if it would. But you certainly have to, you know. So, for example, if you have to interact with you know the finance group in order to get funding for whatever it is you're doing, then you have to. You know, hopefully, you can interact with them in an, in an agile manner, and so you know, an agile team should be funded in an agile way. And if they're not doing that, then they're throwing risk at you, and and they they're actually increasing your risk and increasing your chance of failure um, and how do you how do you do that how do you deal with that so so this is why the overall toolkit 
is critical because you have to be able to work with the financial people and say, hey, you know, we're doing Agile and here's how you can fund us in an Agile manner and here's some options and, and here's what you need to do. And if you don't have that background, if you don't know their languages and if you don't know what the options are and the trade-offs of the options, then why would they listen to you? And what will happen is they'll just ratchet down on you and say, well, yeah, that's, that's cute. You agile developers, you, but you know, we need to have, know exactly what the requirements are going to be because we have to get a, an exact estimate out of you. Um, otherwise, you're not getting funding. And this is an ongoing problem for the vast majority of, of Agile teams. So anyway, so we, we, we help address those issues in Agile HR and, and, and many, many others. Are you new to Agile or Scrum? Looking for a fun way to pick up the knowledge to become an Agile team? Go get the novel, Agile Noir. It's a dramatic novel about a project manager who needs to transform his teams to become Agile because his life depends on it. This book is available in the US on Amazon, in India on pothy.com, in China, it's available on my WeChat store. Links are in the show notes. Next episode, Scott tells us about the Disciplined Agile Toolkit. So basically what the toolkit's all about is we give people choices. We give people starting points. So if you want to do Agile HR, here's a good starting point. If you want to do Agile Data Management, here's a good starting point. And then... Um, how do you, you know, how do you tailor it for your situation, right? Because every organization is different. Every, every situation is different.